Certainly one of the greatest privileges we have as Christians is the privilege of prayer. Whether or not we take advantage of this privilege is up to us, but certainly God has presented it to us. Back in the Old Testament days, once a year, the high priest alone could go into the Holy of Holies. But in New Testament days, every believer is a priest, and we may not only go into the Holy of Holies, we may live in the Holy of Holies. And uh, prayer is an important part of our lives. In fact, I think we can say without fear of argument that you and I are what our prayers are. Our Christian life cannot be divorced from our prayer life. If our prayer life is weak, our Christian life is weak. If our prayer life is unintelligent, our Christian life is unintelligent. You can't divorce praying from living. I have a friend who says that for many people, prayer is something like an oxygen mask on a plane. You're glad that it's there, but you're thankful that you've never had to use it. But in the case of an emergency, you hope you'd be able to know how to use it. Is that the way in which you view prayer? I don't know what some of you know how important prayer is to your life. A week without prayer makes one week. There's that time you've got to pray. There's a time my wife and I, we pray together. But there's a time I don't want my wife or I don't want nobody there. I want to talk to God personally. I mean, I want to tell God. I want to pour my heart out to Him. For some of you sitting here tonight, your prayer life's in shambles. You talk to God in emergencies. You talk to God when there's a wreck. You said, Lord, have mercy. And that's about the extent of your prayer. But why don't you get on a regular talking basis with you? Why isn't there a time every day? You know the blessed, the, 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 the greatness about Daniel. You know what it was? It was his praying. And I believe that God is waiting for a people who will cry out to where the angel will not be enough. God will say, they want me so bad. The need is so great. I am stepping off and coming down to earth to meet their needs. You know, the Bible says, call unto me and I will answer thee and show you great and mighty things which you know not. The living Bible said, I'll show you remarkable secrets. God said, call unto me. You know, there are three things. He said, look unto me, and be ye saved, all ye ends of the earth. And, uh, and then he said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. But he also said, call unto me. Call unto me. Jesus said, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he'll give it to you. Listen, when the, the situation looks bleak and dark, don't forget you have a God that answers prayer. See, we've got this thing so lopsided now, we don't pray. We kind of fall down and blab off a few things when we get to church. I get so sick of the Sunday morning praying. You can tell they're praying for somebody else to hear them. I get so sick of that. But you know, God said if they'll just humble themselves. 
come to that place of recognizing the sovereignty of God Almighty. You know it ought to humble you just to realize who you're talking to. You're not talking to some little old puny president. You're not talking to some little old warty king. But how long has it been since your heart cried out? Since your heart cried out. Since you touched the hem of his garment. Since you reached heaven. Now wait a minute. I've asked you a question. Are you thinking about it? How long has it been since you prayed? And when you got out, what did you say? What, what did you say? Don't you think it's time tonight? The next time you get down, you just don't rush in. I blessed heaven and father blah, 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 blah. I don't mean that. I believe it's a sacred scene when a child of God approaches the throne room of God. I don't believe it's just a blab off. I believe it's an awesome thing when we look up to God and say, Our Father, you're talking to the grave. I am. That reached out here one day and hung the world on nothing. You're talking to the one that created a little bird and set it on the limb and taught it how to sing. Amen. You're talking to the one. Mm. Our prayers are so important. So vital to our Christian growth. So needful for our world and our church. I'm saying to you tonight, get off of this junky so-called prayer and bury your face somewhere and have a little talk with Jesus. I wonder what would happen if every night the walls of your house started vibrating with prayer. The Bible said, and when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled was shaken. <laughs> In Acts chapter 16, by the Bible, it said about Paul and Silas, and at midnight they prayed and sang. Amen. Amen. And Daniel, when he knew the decree was signed, he went yonder to that window that was open and prayed. God help us to pray. God help us to pray. You say, what will I pray for? We need some uh, profound praying, some direct praying, some personal praying. That praying that touches God direct. That not, not wandering around the world, but that personal prayer. Pray about something definite. I mean definite prayer. If there's something important to pray about it, pray about that. Just because the world says there's no answer, don't forget God. Don't forget God. God is alive. He is a prayer answering God. And we have not because we ask not. And listen, the things that are impossible with men are possible with God. Amen. I want you to be, be dream big dreams. 
I'll tell you, there's nothing happening in your family. There's nothing happening in the lives of your children. There's nothing happening in your finances. There's nothing happening in your little world you live in that God cannot change. He is a God who will get off of his throne and come down and walk in the midst of his people if we will pray. If you and I will only learn how to pray, all of our problems are going to be solved. Solving of every problem, the meeting of every need, the fighting of every battle, the accomplishment of every purpose is all wrapped up in praying. If you'll go through your Bible and just start to mark the prayers of God's people, you'll discover that everything that God ever did as a part of his great plan on this earth was in answer to prayer. Even the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ was in answer to prayer. There were people like Elizabeth and Simeon who were praying for the coming of the Messiah. Even the second coming of Jesus Christ for his church is going to be an answer to prayer. The last prayer in the Bible is, Even so come quickly, Lord Jesus. See, a lot of folks are more interested in platitudes and religious rhymes than they are touching. Why don't you sometimes get down on your knees and pray that you've run out of that homemade junk you've been blabbing on? Till you run out of it. Till you've done it. It's got the place that your memorization's done played out. Then you might want to just fall down on your face, begin to weep, knowing that God's looking right down on you. Knowing that God sees you what you really are. And then say, Our Father, Lord Jesus, Look down upon me with mercy. Jacob said, I'm not going to let you go. You bless me. You ain't a getting away from me. That was an angel of the Lord. That angel could have flipped his head off. He could have got away any time he wanted to. He kept saying, let me go. It's coming daylight. He said, I ain't going to let you go with your blessing. I wonder what would happen if you had an all-night prayer meeting, not just doing it for doing it. I mean, meant it. I wonder what would happen if we prayed to you. I mean, really got a hold of God. Tonight, I'm asking you a question. What kind of a shape is your prayer life? I mean, what kind of conditions it is? Are you ashamed of it? Some of you won't even ask a blessing over your food. You don't even do that. How rude. How ashamed you ought to be.